bandwagon. Uh, check, uh. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon. Come on, jump on, a squad you can't front on You know we in the building when this theme song come on Riding with the captain, brother Jay, pragmatic The mastermind behind it, so you know we gotta have it Young Promacitos to do it for the people Keep the show flowing, plus some catchy little jingles Put it all together, it's a hit We ain't bragging, everybody and they mama jumping on the bandwagon uh. I bet you think your team on top But now we're hot and got this here on live Listen and watch Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon I bet you think your team on top But now we're hot and got this here on lock Listen and watch Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon What's going on with your worlds? The homie Jay Bragg, the illustrious one The bandwagon radio in full swing You know how we do this thing, man Hit that bell, subscribe right now So you get those notifications when we drop a new episode Like this one right here Another special edition of the rundown segment Here on the bandwagon radio Where I myself, Jay Bragg, sits down with artists across the globe Give them a chance to open up about their music Their personal life And of course, by the end of the show You know we gotta drop that new heat Got a special guest on the phone lines today Hailing all the way from Sydney, Australia Got my man Baba T on the phone lines. What's going on, Baba T? Yo, what's good, guys? How you doing? Yeah, man. Pleasure to have you on today, man. I had a chance to check out the new record, by the way, the Blue Cheese Joint. Dope record. We're going to talk about that, and I'm going to let you introduce it a little later on, okay? For sure, for sure. Yeah, and also, I want to, uh, I do want to give some feedback, too, just of what I thought of the record, just as a, as a music fan myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Go for it. I'm, I'm always <laughs> down for, for any sort of criticism. Good, 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 good. I'm glad you opened to it, man. Uh, I'll give you my feedback a little later on. But uh, first and foremost, let's go ahead and start dialogue. Talk to my listeners a little bit about growing up over there, man, in another country and uh, embracing this culture and this music. And, uh, you know, because I can see how you're immersing yourself in the culture, even though you're, you know, across the ocean, across the sea. So talk to us a little bit about what inspires you musically and, and what kind of brought you into being an artist uh, out of Sydney, Australia. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, as, as you just said, um, I'm from Sydney, Australia. I was born and pretty much raised here, but I've lived in, in multiple different places around the world. I've lived in Fiji, New Zealand. Uh, I even lived in New York for oh, wow. a period of time. Okay, so you were in yeah, the States so, for a while too? Yeah, yeah. So I'm no, no foreigner to, to the U.S., um, but in, in terms of music, man, like I've always grown up around hip-hop. Um, my mum... When I was when I was a kid, when she was a teenager, before she had me, um, she was big into like Tupac, Biggie, um, like all, all of them. You know what I mean? So that that whole kind of hip hop movement, um, and then that kind of I was born in two thousand, um, and so when I was born, you know, my mum was listening to like a lot of DMX, a lot of Nelly, um, just a lot of of those artists. So growing up, that was always the music that was kind of played was was all of those sorts of artists. So I've always grown up around hip hop. And I guess that's what shaped my love for it now. Right. Um, I've always wanted to be a rapper since I was like a little kid. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I thought the lifestyle was crazy. I thought the music was, was amazing and I always wanted to do it. Um, but obviously living out here in Australia, the, the type of music that they make here, like the Aussie rap 
isn't necessarily what um, I listen to. I listen to a lot of like American and and other kind of countries' raps, not so much my own country's rap. Um, and so I just never really took it seriously because I was like, oh, you know, there's no opportunity here. Um, but kind of fast forward to now, um, and uh, about it was last year, about mid last year, um, I started making music and I started. I didn't release anything, but I was like dabbling with a, with some music and and just doing you know my thing and seeing where it would take me. Um, and then in September last year, I made my first song, "Supposed to Do," and then I dropped that in October. And it's just kind of been like ever since then, just the balls has been going. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah. Now I definitely, like I said, I definitely could tell there was some influences from the states here with the the hip hop and the culture and and the vibe I was getting from your music. So um, I wanted to definitely highlight that aspect. So I and I definitely wanted to know where that background came from. So you saying your mother was already listening to a lot of American hip hop and things of that nature. That's kind of what helped shape your music and shape you. I can I definitely get a sense of that from hearing your music. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, she, she's definitely been a big influence on that. Um, but it was about when I was 15, probably, um, when I kind of shaped my own music influence in, in hip hop. Um, so when I was 15, I was listening to like a lot of Kid Ink, um, Migos. Okay. Um, so like I was listening to Migos before they were even like popular over here, you know what I mean? Because over here, they didn't really blow up until bad and bougie came out in 2016 right, right, um, right. but i was listening to them uh back in 2015 before they blew up um and then i kind of got onto that whole new wave of, of hip-hop you know like the little uzi um like like 21 savage all them uh but juice world has been the biggest influence on my music i'd say so wow. um, juice and drake are like my two favorites so. okay yeah That's no dope. for sure man for sure now, it's dope to, have, to 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 hear that as well because I can kind of I can see that as well from your music. See, you know what the crazy thing is, right? Is um, Juice World was here in Australia about two or three weeks before he passed away, um, wow. and I was meant to go to his concert, um, but I, the friend that I was going with was sick, and I didn't want to go by myself. And so I was like, oh, that's all good. Like he's coming back next year anyway. Right. Um, and then, yeah, literally like two or three weeks later, he passed away. So I was devastated when that happened. Man, I'm sorry to hear that, especially being able to tell that you're a real fan of his sound and the music. So, um, Yeah, what, man, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about the new record, the new single. Uh, what was the purpose of this record in your mind as the creator? Um, so – yeah, so it's the lead single off my EP that I dropped, uh, my debut EP. It's called Know Me. Um, so the the purpose behind the song was meant to just be like a fun song, um, I guess, with a, with an underlying story that kind of fits into the EP. But the the story for that particular song, you know, like it's always up to interpretation. Like people can right. interpret my music however they want to interpret my music. But for me personally, that song was just meant to be a fun song um, about like kind of moving on in a relationship um, and kind of after, after a relationship, that stage where like you don't know if, if you should reach out, you don't know what you should do. Um, and so it, it's kind of just about having fun with that as well as, yeah, like just moving past a relationship. So, yeah, that was what I had in mind with that song. Now, from the listener's perspective, what what 
type of emotions were you trying to pull out of the listener? Um, out of the listener, honestly, I was just trying to make a fun song that's easy to listen to, uh, easy to connect to. Because I think um, uh, with a lot of my music, the point that I want to make is like the connection. You know what I mean? Like I want I want people to be able to connect to my music. And with with Blue Cheese, it was more so I want people to just kind of be happy when they listen to that song. You know, it's just a chill song you can chuck on. You can get hyped to it if you want to. You can just have it on in the background. It was meant to be just a, a song that, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have any real deep um, emotional underlying thing. It's more just so just about having fun with life after a relationship. So, yeah. So relatable, though. Very relatable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, everybody kind of goes through ups and downs in relationships and breakups and whatnot. So it was just a song that I thought, you know. Um, if I could help someone, you know, chuck that song on and they're like, they're, they're singing along to it. So, yeah. Now, that was my goal. I think you accomplished it. I think you accomplished it from the record Blue Cheese. Um, I do want to ask this. How did you find this unique style? To, to what do you attribute your, your unique style? I mean, I heard some of the influences, but you said you found yourself your, as an artist yourself around about 15. So what do you think kind of like exploded within you that made you say, okay, this is where I need to be sound-wise. This is where I want to be. See, it, it's actually crazy um, that you asked that because I, I've even been thinking about that question myself recently. <laughs> as to, like how I got to to the point that I'm at now sonically, um, and uh, like if I'm being honest, man, I honestly I think it's just a combination of I, I'm a very determined and and driven person. When I get an idea into my head about something that I want to pursue, I don't stop until I get the outcome that I want, um, and so. For me, it was about, okay, if I want to pursue music, what's the sounds that people are, are listening to and what's the what's the beats that people are listening to um, and, and enjoying? And then me being me, listening to like a lot of music, like I, I listen to so much music every year. Um, and so it was, it was more so, it just kind of comes naturally. Like it's just what I kind of, uh, how I, it, it's hard to kind of put into words, but like, how I make my music is like I judge it off based of what I would listen to. So like, would would I would I want to listen to a song like this? Um, if if this artist made this song, would I listen to it? And that's kind of how I judge how I judge my music. So it's a it's a bunch of different factors, but I think it was just the fact that I understand to a degree um, what what you need to be doing as an artist to kind of to to have that sound that people want to listen to because there's, there's a little recipe to it. Obviously, people um, in, in hip-hop blow up from being different. A lot of people blow up from, from adding their own spin on something that has already been done before, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so, yeah, that, that was kind of my goal with that, was to just kind of um, not replicate, but just understand what people were listening for and kind of make that myself. Now, talk to us a little bit about the EP itself, Know Me. What, yep. what what can fans um, expect? Uh, what was that, sorry? No, I was just saying, what what can people expect? What can listeners expect from the latest EP itself? Um, so with with my debut my debut EP, Know Me, um, it's pretty much five songs. Um, there there's a I mean 
I'd consider it an up and down, to be honest. Um, it's definitely a heartbreak EP. Um, that's not where I want to go. That's not the direction that I want to go for all my music. Um, I definitely want to kind of branch out into different types of hip hop, but this particular EP is a heartbreak EP. But then in saying that, it's not one of those real sad um, heartbreak EPs. There's a, there's a couple songs on there like Empty, which is a more emotional song. Uh, but then I have a song called Too Late on there as well, which is a more hype song. And it's supposed to replicate like after you've moved on and after everything's kind of happened with the relationship, now it's too late to to go back because you're doing well in life. Right. And for for me, the EP was more of a um, it was a it was a more um, therapeutic EP. Like making this EP for my, myself helped me get through uh, a breakup, and that was kind of my intention with it. Was that like you know, I want to connect to people with my music. So if I can help myself with it, I'm sure other people who listen to similar music that I listen to um, could probably relate uh, to a few of the songs. So that, that's the kind of goal with it. Okay. So is the, the title Know Me, does that kind of speak to what you're saying right now, that you wanted people to kind of to get to know you more on a personal level? Exactly. Um, I wanted people to kind of understand what I had been through over the past um, like six months prior, like during the making of that um, in terms of like the, the relationship that I had been in and stuff like that. And it was, yeah, it was just more of a, a personal EP. So that's why I decided to call it Know Me because you know, obviously that's a personal title. The photo for the, like the EP cover is a photo of me. Um, so it's a very personal thing. So I think if you listen to this EP, you'll definitely understand little bits and pieces about me um, and how I think and how I operate about about certain things. So, yeah. Talking to international artist Baba T right now, Sydney, Australia on the phone lines, got the new single, Blue Cheese. Um, how's your country and your area responding to the record itself? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm getting a lot of love in, in my city because um, obviously, like, Sydney is a big, big area, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's a big city. Um, and we have like different cities within Sydney. Um, and I live in a place called Penrith and, um, I get a lot of love out here. A lot of people, um, like I've had a few people come up to me, just like random people and take photos of me and stuff. Um, nice, and nice. obviously, you know, like I'm not, I'm not a big artist yet. I'm still growing. I'm still evolving, still finding my sound, but it's really nice to know that people around my area are rocking with me and, and kind of supporting me and what I want to do. And it's something different as well to what other people have done here as well. So, Dope, dope, dope. Now, it's always good when you can start getting that support from your area and that, that feedback. That, you know, uh, you definitely have a sound and, you know, that uniqueness of your sound, I think, uh, you know, plays a lot to your artistry. Um, and I think that has a lot to do, of course, of your culture and, you know, how you were raised, where you were born, those influences as well. So. 100%, man, 100%. Now, let me give you a little bit of feedback, what I thought of the record, just from the fan standpoint of, of music, being a music <laughs> yeah, go, lover. Go for it. Um, so, again, I thought it was very unique sound, a uh, nice melodic vibe over that kind of hard-knocking beat. Um, I thought the beat, the production itself, uh, offers 
it still offered like a smooth, relaxing vibe. Although it had that hard knocking beat pattern, I still think it offered a nice little smooth vibe and relaxing vibe about it. It's a feel good record with great energy on it. Um, nice delivery, great writing on this record as well. You can definitely hear it on Thank radio you. and uh, soundtracks, maybe even soundtracks in the background. I, I definitely hear multiple places for it. You know, it's not limited uh at all thank you thank you um and it makes you want to bounce you know what i'm saying you can catch a vibe to the record that's what i mean is that like you know i i think with um a lot of the music i make not a lot but there'll, there'll be some songs that i make in the future that i i want to be easy to to understand songs um that you can you can vibe to you can turn up to you can do whatever you know what i mean so yeah um let me ask you this uh when it comes to releasing your music, what are some of those most important things uh, or most important factors that are important to you? Um, the quality of the songs are definitely um, important to me. Um, there was supposed to be six songs on the EP. Um, I ended up taking one off um, a, pr a couple of weeks prior to, to the EP coming out purely because not that the quality wasn't there, but I thought, it, the song itself wasn't um, – I, I, I think I can do better. Um, and so it, it's a good song, and I rate the song. Um, you know, every song that I make, I kind of put through um, extensive kind of listening through people. I don't have, like, yes men in my circle, you know what I mean? Like, all my all the people who I, who I show my music to and all my mates who I show my music to will tell me straight up, like, if a song that I make is bad, or if it's like mid-tier, if it's okay, if it's really good. Um, and so for me personally, when I drop music, I want to make sure that the people around me who I show, for one, they they rate it. Obviously, not everybody has to rate it because not everybody is going to like like every song, you know what I mean? Right. But um, I, I, I want the people around me to definitely like it, and myself as well. Um, it has to be a genuine song and authentic to me, Um I kind of, I, I don't want to ever exaggerate things to the point like, you know, I don't want to talk about toting guns and toting pistols when I live in Australia, you know what I mean? Like, right. we don't have guns here. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, there, there, there's, you know, I want to keep things authentic to me. Um, and I think that's that's the goal with, with my, like, releasing music is authenticity. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That connection is, is everything. When your your audience feels that you're being authentic, um, and passionate about what you're doing and the, the 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 project you're putting out and the music you're putting out. Now I think that's big too for that connection. Yeah, I mean the, the end the end kind of goal with my music is to become a staple in in like the generation um, for to pretty much for people to believe in what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like if people want to do something, chase their dreams, go do it. Um, like there's no point sitting around just just waiting for it to happen. Like you have to make it happen yourself. Um, and I I kind of want I want to instill a mindset into people that like you know I'm I'm just a guy from Sydney who has a dream and and a desire to be a rapper and I, I plan to make it. I plan I intend to to make it happen. Um, so that that's another kind of underlying factor with my music is that I want people to just chase their dreams and do what they want to do see what i'm doing in my music career obviously the songs that i'm going to be making aren't like motivational songs like telling you oh yeah like do this do that but the the kind of factor is me as a 
us and I want people to see and be like, well, he can, he can do it. Why can't I? Right, right. So, yeah. So it's being an inspiration from your artistry, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. Right. Exactly right. Now, what does a recording session with Baba T look like? How do you prepare to record? What does that look like? Um, so for um majority of my music career so far, I've pretty much recorded in like bedrooms, um, in my bedroom and like I have a few mates who are also rappers. Um, so I've recorded with them in their kind of bedroom studios, um and whatnot. I've had one proper studio session, um, which was really good. But a normal studio session for me is I've just built a home studio in our garage. Um, full equipped with like you know everything that you need to have a studio that the the foam and everything so I'll go in there um, probably like in an afternoon slash night time that's when I tend to be most creative um, I'll go in there sit in there for a couple of hours maybe like four or five hours and just listen to beats uh, I'll hear a beat and then uh, what I do is I'll just freestyle over the beat um and and kind of get melodies for it um different flows think about what i can do with the song to make it different and then i'll start recording so i do all my songs freestyle off the top i don't really write um i just find it easier to to kind of sit there and, and freestyle rather than write um i feel like it's once again more authentic because the emotions are more raw it's in the moment um and so yeah i'll, I'll make a song i'll like if I think it's really good, I'll sit on it for the night um, and then I'll come back to it the next day, listen to it again. If I still think it's good, like I'll show the people around me, make adjustments um, if there needs to be any, and then kind of save that song and, and move on to the next. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So you got your own system down, essentially, uh, what works for you creatively. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think it's also important as an artist to kind of find your flow pretty early um, in terms of like what works best for you right. um, to, to make music, because that's obviously important. You need to be in the right headspace, you need to be in the right environment. Um, so that was all factors that I've thought about um, prior to even dropping music was like, OK, what's going to work best for me? How can I record this and, and, and stuff like that? So. Now, who are some of those people that deserve mentions, shout outs for their support or help on, on the latest project and single? Um, with, with my project, uh, it was pretty much all um, you know, done by me. In terms of mixing and mastering, shout out my uh, Pax. Um, Pax helped me out with all that. He does all my mixing and mastering for all my songs. Um, so shout out to you, Pax. Um, shout out to all the boys that I make music with, um, Invader Cade, uh, Ned Kelly, Olive Lane, uh, Don't Sleep, all them boys, um, you know, BT Dub Connor, every, everybody, everybody's out here doing their own thing and, and helping me and supporting me. So, um, it, it means a lot. Um, but yeah, those, those were some of the kind of honorable mentions for the EP. <laughs> Talking to my man Baba T right now, international artist representing out of Sydney, Australia. Got a few more questions, of course, before I let you introduce the signal, brother. Uh, uh, how do you feel about the climate right now, today's music and artistry, as an artist yourself? 
Um, I think the current climate is, uh, um, I mean, obviously I, I kind of like it. I enjoy it. I think that the, I mean, here in Australia, I think a lot of the climate is, um, you know, to do with um, more popularity rather than music. And I, actually, that goes for everywhere, actually, not just Australia. But I think um, a lot of people have some all right music, but then have big social media followings um, and that kind of boosts their music. So I think um, social media plays a big part in, in music these days. Uh, because not only are you being an artist and making music, but you're also an internet personality. Um, you know, you, you have to you have to keep up your social media posts and your social media interactions, and make sure you're kind of keeping fans happy. Um, but I mean, as a as a whole, I don't think the the climate's bad. Um, you know, I like the current music scene and and all the people coming up, and I think um, it's only going to grow. I think hip hop is, you know has been for a while but one of the biggest music um genres in the world so it's only going to continue to get bigger now i think you touched on this a little bit but what would you say is your ultimate goal in the music industry yeah so i mean my ultimate goal for me personally as as a, a personal goal in the music industry is to um obviously make it and and be up there in 10 years time like, you know, like I don't want to sit here and, and drop a couple songs and, you know, have a decent run for like two or three years like some artists do and then fall off. Um, I want to constantly improve my pen game. I want to constantly improve. And I want to be at the top 10 years from now, you know. I want to be um, somebody who, who people can look at and be like, damn, like he started his career. Almost like a Drake type thing, you know. Like Drake has been in the game for a long time and, as he as he grows, he continues to get better and better. Um, and he's one of my biggest musical influences as well. Um, but as a as a kind of more broad goal for my music, um, yeah, I want to be a staple and an inspiration to people to to chase what they want to do and to do whatever they think that they want to be doing in life. Like, if you want to be a doctor at uni, go at at college or, or whatever go study to be a doctor and get the grades. If you want to be a producer or a rapper, you know, put in the hard work of, of making beats and making songs and dropping music. Yeah. It is, it's all about hard work and determination. And that's what I want people to kind of understand and, and to achieve for themselves. Now, what is your like give back? Do you have a give back, like a, a special community piece or a piece that, says you know this is my give back for my hard work my determination my success this is what i want to leave to the kids or this is what i want to leave to my community or this is what i want to build up for my community yeah um so I, i've thought about this um and what i kind of want my legacy to be in terms of not as an artist but as a person um and and helping out and uh, for me personally i really want to help um, establish an, a growing and thriving music scene in, in Australia and more specifically in Sydney. Um, I think we have a music scene here and there's a lot of talent here, uh, a lot of people coming up, but there's just not enough opportunity. Um, so I, I want to be able to come, like I want to make it in the music industry and be able to start a business or, or something and, and get more people's eyes on Australia um, and, and more people paying attention to us and what we have to offer 
um, because I think there's a lot of talent. Some people who I've heard here, um, I honestly prefer listening to than some other artists, um, but just there's not as much opportunity. You have to be real lucky. Um, I would also like to be doing like motivational talks um, in, in the future. Not, not like crazy talks, but more so like, you know, um, having the opportunity to go into schools as an artist and give back to schools and, and, and do like music programs or set up a business where I have people doing running music programs in schools. Because I think, um, you know, like when you're, when you're in school and you want to be a rapper, or, or a YouTuber or like whatever, whatever that might be, you get shut down a lot. You know, teachers will be like, oh, that's not a real career. Um, and I think if we had um, like programs that kids could go to that could kind of help them achieve that at a younger age, it's going to help them in life. You know, like if, if somebody goes through school and, and getting told the whole kind of school, their whole high school career, oh, yeah, you, you can't you can't do this. You can't do that. And then they come out of school and they're like, oh, well, if I had started doing that like five years ago, I could be massive. And I think that's that's what I want to help people with is finding themselves at a young age. Dope. Now, that's dope that you already got that much uh, developed as far as what you want to do and what you want to bring to the to the culture. Um, so I applaud you, man. I applaud you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bigger than just myself. You know, like I'm using myself as a... Um, a kind of tool um, to to get to the, the spot that I eventually want to be in. Um, but it, it's not just about the music for me. Like the music is a passion of mine. I'm really passionate about being a rapper, but it's also about um, helping people as well. Right. So, yeah. So what's coming up? What's on the verge for Baba T? What should our listeners be on the lookout for? Um, so I just got um, accepted to be on a company called Hip Hop Boulevard. They're releasing a collaborative tape um, with some new school and old school artists. So the goal is to bridge um, the new school and the old school. So we've got some old school MCs and, and DJs mixed with some new up and coming artists. Um, I think a lot of them are from New York and, and, and Bronx. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm the only international act on it. But um, that's being released through the Orchard and Sony. Um, so that, that's kind of like my next tape, um, next uh, kind of big project that's going to be coming up. So I don't have an estimated time frame for that, probably towards the end of this year. Um, but obviously, you know, like I'm going to keep everybody posted on that on social media and everything like that. So follow me up on there to, for the updates for that. Okay. But yeah, that, that's kind of like the next big project. Plus I've, kind of started conceptualizing another ep um i don't have a time frame on that either but i've just been thinking about ideas and the direction that i want to take for my next ep as well so yeah okay well we'll make sure our listeners will be on the lookout for that matter of fact go ahead and give out your social media so they can follow yeah so my instagram is bubba t so b-a-b-a-t global um as the same with facebook so b-a-b-a-t global um, my website is www.babatglobal.com. So, yeah, um, follow that and, and check that out for more updates on me as well. All right, my man, Baba T, international artist. I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce the new single for the folk. Hell, yeah. So, you guys are listening to Blue Cheese by me. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys like it. Um, and let me know. 
There it is, man. Turn it up right now. You're hearing it for the first time right here on the Bandwagon Radio. Let go. I gotta turn it now. They don't believe in the vision. Now I'm in the foreign, I'm burning out. If I do a show, they go insane. When I'm on the stage, you know I get paid. I'm taking a shot and you call it a bay. She go to uni, she give me good brain. She just want a nigga like me. We're making that paper and getting the fame. Pull up in a push our Jeep, Benz, AMG, or maybe the range. It's a tough life that I live. Baby, are you down for real? Are you down for the ride? Or are you gonna go and swim? Do you fall with me? I just gotta know, baby, cause you can roll with me We could slide like Tuesday Fuck riding my Tuesday Let's go rub a check We could fuck up all my blue cheese Fuck up all my blue cheese Ever since you left Shipping changing quickly I got me a check Changed my clothes up, now I'm drippy I don't wanna go and flex I put in work and I never rest Even at my worst, I could beat your best City, my city, you know I'm up next When I was a kid, I used to dream about making it big Thought about it so much Tried to manifest it Trying to turn all of my dreams into reality Tell myself and do a star That I always knew I'd be it's a tough life that I live Baby, are you down for real? Are you down for the ride? Or are you gonna go and switch? Do you fall with me? I just gotta know, baby Cause you can roll with me We could slide like Tuesday Fuck riding my Tuesday Let's go rub a check We could fuck up all my blue cheese Fuck up all my blue cheese Do you fall with me? I just gotta know, baby Cause you can roll with me Let's go rub a check We could fuck up all my blue cheese Fuck up all my blue cheese